This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Indeed they do, Derby Day belongs to Preston North End as Ryan Lowe's men batter Blackpool and send them hurtling towards League One. Goals from Potts, Whiteman and Cannon make it a very special day indeed. Solly, good morning. You must be on top of the world to be fair. You've been here, there and everywhere. Jet setting, sun shining on a Monday morning and what a good weekend that was. Yeah, it's good just to get some normality into my life again it's been the most hectic couple of weeks I've barely stopped it feels like it's been an absolute lifetime ago since the last of these podcasts isn't it yeah but on the previous one we spoke about the big G stag do and that took place at Alba Fura and that was just a mess from start to finish it was an absolute zoo it was a brilliant <laughs> weekend um, cracking bunch of lads uh, an incredible weekend, uh, class. Loved every minute of that. Then got back on the Tuesday, went to Berlin on the Wednesday for the Premier League of Darts, which was good. Um, Did you have tickets that for that all along, or was that a last yeah. minute? Oh, right. No, no, crikey. Um, and there was points on Wednesday morning when I woke up where, you know, there was literally anything I'd rather be doing in the world than that. But, um, yeah. you know, you know, it was a good trip all the same. And I'm not that keen on Berlin. It's a little bit spaced out, but um, here's what it is. Uh, the darts was good. Enjoyed it. Um, and then obviously got back, had a 60th birthday party on Friday. Woke mm. up quite rough on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I nursed a pint in the Army and Navy for about an hour or so. Really poor performance from me. And Chadders, who is a, a long-time listener of the podcast, let me know that it was pathetic and I agreed with him uh, but then you know after the game everybody was in full swing and yeah there weren't too many drinks nursed after that went to the Black Horse and then to be entirely honest I was absolutely hammered by about half 12 so I had to, <laughs> I had to beat a retreat home but um, yeah I was about as 
about as drunk as I've been after a game this season. These are the kickoffs of the devil, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, your Instagram caption was, just taking one breath at a time today after the big G stag. Must have been quite a struggle. Yeah. It was weird because like, it was, I wasn't rough in the sense of, like, you know, your headaches or, you know, you just feel terrible. It was more, it was more of like a profound illness. It was really weird. Um, yeah. I, I just felt utterly abhorrent. <laughs> uh, I went to Dublin yeah. and I, I was full of a cold the last the few days after it. Headaches, yeah. runny nose, sore throat. Yeah, I, I, I always reckon you're never the same after these trips. Like they take at least a couple of years off your lifetime at a time. <laughs> but I reckon it's worth it. I really do. Too right. Where's the oh. Army and Navy? Is that next to the market on the corner? Uh, no, that's the Orchid. Uh, the Army name is on Mena Street. Um, obviously, the club tried to to kill these establishments by introducing the fan zone. But um, myself and a few others are on a crusade, no pun intended, to, to save the consort of the Navy on Meadows. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it's always absolutely around on Mena Street, in fairness. And they reckon it's the roughest road in Preston, don't they? But um, and there's something quite romantic about it, I think. I was Dublin anyway. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. I've been when I was like 18. Unbelievable. Puts them over here to shame, really. I was thinking, I can't believe there's not an Irish bar in Preston. Somebody should start that up. Would never be the same as over yeah. there, but well, I suppose we've got, in everywhere you go. I suppose we've got the Sun Hotel, haven't we? That's, uh, that's more or less an Irish bar. Is it? Never been in. Uh, Fair enough. Well, it's, it's just riddled with... Celtic supporters, isn't it? Right. Um, and we used to have O'Neill's, I suppose, didn't we? which is now the other way. But yeah, I suppose it's a, a gap in the market. Yeah. Maybe you could make one with your Lanks Live money. <laughs> Set one up. Make some with your uh, horse racing money. Or you could, you could, um, you could ask Alan Brown whether he'd, uh, or whether he'd help you out. And you yes. Go into business together. That would be good, would it? In fact, yeah. Get a few of them in. Could it could or, call it Browns or Allens? Nice, nice. Or you could introduce a lottery winner, Kevin O'Connor. Call it O'Connors or Brown and O'Connor. Horgans. Horgan, yeah, very good. Couldn't. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we could be here all day. We've we've had a large Irish contingent over the years, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as good as your trips were, surely nowhere compares to Deepdale on Saturday. Just brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, it was super weird. Hard to hard to explain really. It was just a whirlwind, isn't it? I always get quite emotional when the players are walking out, really, against against them. There's something stirring about their playing kit. I agree. I was thinking I wondered if they see white and blue as as we see tangerine, and I doubt it. It just makes you feel sick, doesn't it? Seeing it. It, it genuinely makes me ill. I walked into that ground. I looked yeah. to my right, which is where the uh, away fans are. And also, why do all Blackpool supporters wear wear orange or tangerine? It's weird. It's really <laughs> odd. But anyways, so I've walked in and you know you just get it right, right in the pits of your stomach, don't you? 
and it, it, it's just the most disgusting colour. It's it is a bit weird to have this sort of obsession with the colour. I always reckon that like like the people who berate players wearing orange uh, boots are weird. But yeah, there's just something horrible about their kit. So you know, if you weren't up for it before the players walked out, then you were when they were walking out. It was uh, it was a great outfit when they walked out. Actually, kudos to everyone involved with that sort of you know yeah. display with the balloons and flags. You know, I'm not a massive advocate of it, but uh, it looked good, didn't it? And yeah, the atmosphere was just great from start to finish. But that helps when when you're winning in in such decisive manner. Yeah. With it being half twelve, I wondered if the atmosphere would be the same or not. Because sometimes you get a bit flatness, don't you? But yeah. it was very good. Then the teams walked out, and then it was fiery after that hack on yeah. the touchline from Potts, weren't it? Not oh, super brilliant! That as good as his goal. Yeah, well, yeah, especially in the aftermath of his goal, of his goal as well. It was only a couple of minutes or so after. Um, they're the tackles you want to see on Derby, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and Blackpool never really produced one. So, no. you know, if you're in that away end, you'd have, you'd have felt even smaller. You'd have been crawling under your rock even more after that challenge because you just got 1-0 down. Um, and then you see the bloke who used to play for you who's just celebrating and gloating your face after scoring against you. And now he's hacking down your play. You're thinking, Christ almighty, this is turning into a real hole. Um, <laughs> and it only got worse for them, really. They are absolutely atrocious. Up there with the worst teams I've ever seen at this level. This is a bad league this season, really. Um, and they are up there with the absolute pits of it. What a bad side. How on earth did we ever contrive to lose at their place? Yeah, it was it was a special day. So on the atmosphere, um, it wasn't as hostile uh, as last year because obviously you've been drinking all day. It's dark. Yeah, you, know, um, you can never uh, match that, can you? That darkness. No. Yeah, it just had that that really angry, aggressive, yeah. dingy feel about the place last last year. Whereas this time was more like a bright, vibrant celebration type day. Yeah, and the team helped that, didn't they? They were just. I thought they started a little bit nervous, a few passes here and there, but you could see that there was a fight there and a and a plan, which was the most important thing. Like we were passing quickly, weren't we? They just looked assured in themselves and I've contradicted myself there by saying they were nervous but I thought everyone looks right up for it and then first goal is always massive in these games and what a finish absolutely yeah Blackpool actually had the better chances uh, in the first 20 odd minutes or so but I thought we were the better team yeah uh, you know we just we just looked looked to have more of a plan more than anything Jerry Yates looked like Noble Yates he got a national winner up top most of the game for them just completely <laughs> isolated uh Slow, just completely, you know, he couldn't do anything against Story, uh, who I thought was outstanding, uh, and Lindsay Hughes. You know, I, it was just a really easy afternoon, really, for those uh, for those guys at the back, because Blackpool just went from back to front uh, quickly. Uh, and they did what we've done in recent weeks a little bit. You know, the ball wasn't able to stick up front. And yeah, and despite Blackpool hitting the post, having the better chances, it was always us who looked more likely. And it was Potsy, who who just produced that that sprinkling of magic that he that he has up his locker. It's a beautiful strike, clear as a whistle, uh, and it whistled past the despairing Chris Maxwell, <laughs> who uh, who's had a very uh, unhappy return to Deepdale. You should do that more, Potts. 
you know, he gets into these positions and he looks a bit lost. Maybe just welly it from time to time because he can. Yeah, welly it yeah, pretty well. I imagine he's a uh, he's an instinct player, isn't he? Yeah, we saw that at Luton. We saw that on Saturday. Just put your laces for it, Potsy. Superb. Yeah, just back onto Maxwell. By the way, I used to absolutely love that chant that Blackpool used to have. You know, when Blackpool were rising out of League One into the Championship, they used to have that chant for Maxwell, didn't they? Um, he used to play for Preston, but he's all right now. Mm. Now they're starting to see that indeed he did used to sit. He did used to play for Preston, but uh, Chris Maxwell is 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 not all right now. <laughs> well said. Yeah, not great, was he? Flapping all over the place was Chris. It was Flappy Maxwell. We saw that early on, didn't we, with the Whiteman effort, which was relatively tame in context. And, uh, and he, he he flapped it away nervously. Yeah. I thought we could test Chris Maxwell all day here. Test yeah. Chris. <laughs> little Chris. <laughs> and Ben Whiteman did test little Chris and he beat him with a precise free kick. Lovely. I think he's... He'd been looking to cross it, shaping to cross it, and then just dropped it in that bottom corner. And uh, he yeah. wheeled away to the away end as well. Fair play. Yeah, I love it. I love, yeah. A, bit, a mix Clearly of both. Is. Just a, a, a little gesture to them and then take it in with your own. Yeah. Yeah, the scores were there from uh, from um, previous defeats at Bluefield Row, weren't they? Um, yeah. And I love that they just took it all out on them uh, deep now. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a howler from Maxwell because you know to get up and around your wall it's just dreadful goalkeeper at this level to be honest but that would also be doing Ben Whiteman a disservice because the technique is outstanding mm-hmm. on that free kick like you said it's just it's it's precision it was an outstanding goal um, and yeah Maxwell looks a complete idiot with uh, with a little bit of pie on his face but Whiteman was yeah, it's just a brilliant a piece of uh, architecture from a free kick. He looked genuinely happy, Whiteman, like after his goal, after the game. I think he, uh, one of those that, I think he patted his badge, didn't he? He just uh, gets it. Bit of a he cliche, does get it, but yeah. he gets it. He gets it, yeah. Uh, and he's got it as well. Yeah. I really enjoyed it at the end. Um, he waltzed over to the cop, didn't he? Uh, and did his own yeah. form of, uh, you know, aggressive fist pumping which is great you just want to get the fans right up for it don't you on Derby Day and, you know when you've got a player who who, uh, who understands that that's always good uh, and he produced a sparkling display he got man of the match rightly or wrongly whatever uh, he was great but as were the other 10 on the pitch um, he was a deserving man of the match for me him and Alan Brown Brown, all the field superb. Alan Brown, what a captain's display! I love that guy more and more every week. He's brilliant. I absolutely adore him. I just want to hold him a lot of the time. <laughs> um, outstanding performance, led from the front, uh, and that whole midfield just trampled all over Blackpills. They were pathetic, weren't they? You know, they just ran into an absolute brick wall in them three. Um, and you know, we've been spouting it for. For ages, you play your best players in midfield, and you won't go too far wrong. Especially against a team as poor as Blackpool, they, uh, you know, they didn't know what to hit them in the middle of the park. Not at all. It's never good when your manager makes three subs at half time, is it? Especially not in a derby. Steinig's got it badly, badly wrong. But oh my, I can't believe how I still can't believe how poor they were. Now, absolutely yeah, atrocious, shambles. Yeah. And the worst part about it is that. Um, was it the lads that he brought on out wide uh, Josh Bowler and Ian Pervade looked that 
look literally their only spark. Like the only yeah, yeah. blokes who were, who were able to kick a ball in this team, uh, and they look g- genuinely dangerous going forward on both flanks. So you know, you think you're going down, uh, and you've got a derby game, and you don't start your best two players. Essentially, it was mind-boggling stuff from McCarthy. But but this really is mental make. Um, <laughs> he's a complete lunatic. <laughs> um, so yeah. Cheers for that, Mick. He's he's doing a sparkling job there, Mick McCarthy, yeah. isn't he? You know, we thought that we thought that Michael Appleton was doing a good job, but uh, but this guy's taking it to new levels. I noticed noticed on Twitter actually, Blackpool fans have completely lost the plot, haven't they? The Seasiders podcast. If you're listening, lads, I hope you're well. Um, have, have gone after a North End fan on on Twitter for ever cutting and pasting one of their one of their clips from the podcast on Twitter and they've threatened them with legal action for copyright. <laughs> they've completely self-imploded. Anyway, the uh, the clip was um, talking about how there's going to be a, an army of Blackpool fans heading to the training ground to give the players a management what for. Um, absolutely brilliant. I'd like to see them just completely losing the plot. Um, Hold on, I'm just going to go, go and retweet that. Outstanding. Superb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, uh, I was laughing at that. That is cracking. Uh, yeah, and and that should be them relegated. I would be absolutely gobsmacked if they come back from that. Well, I, can't, um, I can't imagine where, they, where they'll ever get another point from at this level. Yeah. You, you, after they beat us, you wondered how they'd gone on such a bad run. But my goodness, we found out on Saturday, disorganised and disinterested. I would, I would, ne- I would very rarely label teams as that. But they didn't have it, did they? They just weren't. They weren't at it. Yeah, I suppose if you're a Blackpool supporter, you could take getting out class by us. Yeah, uh, obviously not hard, not easy to take. Still, you know, it's still incredibly hard to uh, to swallow but uh, but to get out fought and out battled and out manoeuvred is, is is difficult to take but yeah they'll just be hoping that this uh, that this year's over and that this season comes to a close quickly and they can get back to the derby which which is Fleetwood Town if they survive <laughs> yeah we've had a couple of years of it and I'll be glad to oh, get rid absolutely. of it for a bit absolutely that is enough for me yeah. I absolutely hate these derby games. <laughs> like they are the worst thing. I always find myself. It's like at the end of a tunnel. Like you could be at like I don't know Watford away, and you think, bloody hell, it's only a couple of weeks till Blackpool, yeah. and it's it's not a nice feeling. Uh, so yeah, I'll be more than happy to see them just rot. In fairness, they can go, they can go wherever. They can go to League One, spend the days there, mid table. Go to League Two, champion. Uh, Conference, yeah. even further down. Wouldn't yeah. mind seeing, you know, I don't know, break with them home, playing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy Cannon, not bad, is he? What a classy God. finish that is. Absolutely yeah, this guy can play. Outstanding. My dad yeah, keeps comparing guy. him to David Nugent and like an early David Nugent, I and mean, I can see what yeah. he means. Yeah, yeah, not a bad, not a bad comparison at all. He's uh, he's come on absolute loops and bounds, hasn't he? And he's just starting to click for him now. Um, I'd absolutely love to get him back next season. He could be the real deal, but you know, it's just just classic North End, isn't it, to take these uh, 
take these lads and you know make them immeasurably better and then they go back to the parent club and start smashing it up or go out alone and you know make you pay but yeah absolutely superb performance I, I absolutely loved his goal it was that lovely sweet mix of poetry and destruction Chris Maxwell like sprawling Hello again, away Chris. <laughs> hi Chris <laughs> sprawling away stretching but never ever getting there little Chris in there in goal um, and it's just it's just you know the whole place trotting still, didn't it yeah, it's like you. Yeah, you're on that centre hooks, aren't you? Is it? Is it going in? Everyone's sort of up. Everyone's sort of, you know, like, uh, 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 and then it's in, and, uh, <laughs> and the whole place just erupted. I'm not sure I can say it, but it was like an orgasm in many ways. Yeah, I'll leave that in. Food for thought for people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was lovely. And Brown started it. Fernandez, brilliant on the break. Fernandez thought he defended well on the day, actually, very well. It did. And, it's just so, it's so, just a bit of class, that Cannon. Really nice. Look forward to seeing him at West Brom next season. <laughs> I hope not. I think he, yeah, when I've spoke, I know it means nothing, you know, you've got agents and clubs, and but I think he really fits in. Like Scouser, knows some of the lads, loves the manager. Yeah, just got to hope, haven't you? Maybe get him out of the team for the final few games so he doesn't do too well. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, I think we might be struggling. Mm. He's, uh, he's Everton will stay up though, which is, which is, and I'm not sure he's ready for the Prem. So one of them, we shall see. Indeed, fingers that crossed. Was, that was game set and match though, wasn't it? The third, that was it. Oh. That was done, and it was a bit of a weird feeling. It was like completely comfy, which I'd, I'll take all day because in them games you have to sat there feeling like you're going to vomit. So it was nice to just. No, the right. game was won. Atmosphere went a bit quiet, but you don't care, do you? Because you've, you've won. And after the game, it was outstanding. Yeah, I mean, Blackpool were that bad that they made it almost like a non-event. Like, it wasn't a spectacle. You wouldn't say, you know, yeah, it was yeah. ever a spectacle. It was just an absolute good idea from ball one. Um, oh, yeah, that was their goal. So I've not watched it back or anything. Did it even happen? That's what I mean. It was completely weird. I, uh... Yeah, Blackpool came out swinging the second half, didn't they? Like... Yeah. And they just went for the absolute jugular. Um, and it just always looked like we were scoring to make it three. It was weird. They were, you know, flying loads of bodies forward and, you know, they just left themselves incredibly vulnerable. And when you've got Alvaro in your ranks, you know, there's not much stopping him when he's, when he's charging forward. Uh, and obviously the ball's well, the goal's well documented. It's a brilliant finish. Um, and then, yeah, the second half was quite drab. Josh Bowler did some nice things. He reminded me a little bit of um, of James Anderson and Stuart Broad in that in that spell. Well, in Australia in 2018, remember when we got we got a good eye in there in 2018. We lost four nil. Yeah, uh, and Broad and Anderson were particularly, you know, uh, economical. Uh, they were nice with the lengths, you know. It just looked a really nice length as the batsmen were leaving the ball going through to the keeper. But you're urging them just to go that extra yard forward to try and entice the edge. And that was Josh Baller on Saturday. He looked pretty, but he didn't do a great deal, did he, really? Um, no. Yeah, the second half was an odd event because just how bad Blackpool were. Actually, uh, earlier on this season, obviously, when we scored late at Blackpool, it was, it was more or less the same. You know, you, you'll yeah. never celebrate a goal less at your opposition's away ground, I imagine. Uh, everyone knew that the game was completely dead and buried. 
so yeah, you know, it was just a party time. And the final whistle, it was brilliant scenes, weren't it? Yeah. He, he, he finally got it right on the tannoy with the music. Yeah, kudos to Finally. Yeah, Not hard, is it? The Depeche Mode no, on. Not really, yeah. Getting on. Uh, and the cop just looked a brilliant thing, didn't it? Just all, all jumping limbs and heads and, you know, brilliant scenes, really. Massive result for the team and Ryan Lowe, that, in it? You don't think that we, people were saying, oh, we won because of Archer last time, but this was this this team and this manager be absolutely de- destroying Blackpool themselves. And you don't forget teams that do that, do you? Preston teams and managers, massive uh, feather in their cap. And maybe just yeah. just go forward now with with this lot. You know, talk about what you want off the field, but doing all right, aren't they? Really ups and de- ups and downs this season, but that was a massive up. Absolutely, and, and you know what? You know we could so we could slither back into that playoff mix Pissed again. Off. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, no. Well, I'm, when you I'm see Huddersfield idiotic. beating Middlesbrough, you just don't. Well, know. I know. I am being idiotic, but then you look at the uh, you look at the next couple of games and QPR, who who is it's not long ago we hit for six by Blackpool, uh, and you know you look at the context of that and you think Jesus wept. If this was like race uh, horse racing form, you'd be thinking there's only one winner there. So, but obviously, you know, Loftus Road, tough place to go, a cliche but true. Um, and then, then you got Reading. If we win those two games, all of a sudden we could be propelled into the uh, into the playoff spots. We're not too far away; we're in touching distance. Uh, but yeah, we need to stop being utterly ridiculous. Where's it going with I'm that? Sure Gareth Ainsworth will have uh, some form of visitor into the training ground this week to perform something ridiculous. Indeed, he's in bother there, isn't he? Crikey! Well, yeah, I mean, just or, just uh, needs to get to the summer still alive, and then get rid of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, what a toxic environment that must be at the moment for Gareth uh, and the rest of them. It's been a, you know, it's one of them when you take the job, it's it's um, an opportunity that you can't refuse. But then when you're in the job, you're thinking, how on earth did they ever land this on me? Yeah. Um, what have you done so, to me? Yeah. I hope he turns it around because obviously he was your he was your pick, weren't he? You wanted him in charge at North End. I don't know um, if I was that strong on it. I just like the oh, guy, to be fair. Oh, you, you were very, very strong. I remember it quite well. But yeah, mm. hopefully we can uh, we can insert more misery on Queen's Park Rangers and Gareth. We're going to yeah. to Gareth. If you're Ryan Lowe, your message is, get the first goal here, because this place will go ugly very quickly. So hopefully they can do that. What's your plan for it? Well, it's a nightmare with it being Good Friday, isn't it? But we've managed Horrendous. to go with a train route. Are you on the train? No, I'm yeah. driving down Thursday, staying over, then coming back. Friday. Are you missing the quiz at the Philly on Thursday? Disappointingly, yeah. Unless I went a real late night drive down. Might get him on might get him on FaceTime or something in the car. Is that allowed? Do you reckon Jamie would like? Oh, yeah, controversial. <laughs> yeah, my plan is uh, Preston to Manchester, Manchester to Sheffield, Sheffield to St Pancras. And then um, back, back on the day? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not sure what route. Likely the same route. Uh, should be fun. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, we get a result. Yeah, two really winnable games, and then fully expect it to come crashing down away at Millwall and Swansea. But you never know. You just never know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to, to, to try and predict what will happen in this league is pathetic. You just can't. Yeah. So let's just see, shall we? Don't sound good with Chad, does it? No. Um, 
hearing some really troubling rumours as well. Is it spying on deck? Something along those lines? Inflamed? Yeah, Tom from the paper mentioned he did his spine when he was at Fleetwood and right. it appears it's flared up again with that neck injury at Rotherham. So, yeah. Doesn't, yeah, that's uh, not good. Not boding well. It's not good because he was having, you know, a late career renaissance and he was he was a massive cog in our ranks and uh, would still be if, if we get it right. You know, you're just, you're just keeping everything crossed that, so that he can recover. Uh, but yeah, the uh, initial signs aren't good at all. Have to see, but you do need somebody like that. So if um, if Ched's going to be out for a while or whatever, they'll have to sign a, a focal point up there, I would imagine, this summer. Ready for a quiz? Absolutely. I forgot about it, but I have managed to dig one out. I'm and as always, I'm never going to dig a defeat out, so that may help you. That's all right. QPR away, April the 5th, 2008. QPR away. Yeah, we drew. Yeah, two two, drew two two. Try to think of the first goal scorer for us. They may have shared it, or they may be about to share it on social media soon. If that gives a hint. Yeah, I remember the day because Priskin scored. Yeah, Priskin made it. We went two 0 up. Well, yeah, we it was it was around that time that we always went to two 0 up at QPR and then ended up drawing two two, ish. Um, Priskin scored. Who scored the other one? Bella. Yeah, that'll be on Twitter soon, undoubtedly. Oh, of course, with Neil. <laughs> yeah, if Neil scored a goal, he's held. And yeah, eighty-nine and ninety QPR goals. Did Ainsworth score one? Yeah, he made it two-one, and then yeah, a real seasoned uh, striker in the EFL made it two-two. Be surprised if you get this, but what? What the hell is that? I'll check where he's from. One sec. He's he's from Antigua. Stood job. <laughs> No. Is it not Sir John? I fancied no. that. I fancied it. Is he Antiguan? Well, I've no idea, but he's, he's, he might be from Trinidad. It's not too far, is it? Hour and a half of the players. In it, initials, DB. DB? Yeah. Striker. I feel like I should get this. Yeah, he's well known. Played for QPR and Forest, most notably. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me. This is going to annoy me. I'll say, if I say the first name, you'll get it straight away. You think? De- Dexter. Yeah. Dexter Blackstock. Yeah. Blackstock, yeah. There we go. Yeah, brilliant. I wouldn't take a point on Saturday, on Friday. Get this one. You'd take a point when you're away, but you just <laughs> mentioned they're getting beat 6-1 by teams like Blackpool. Oh. I, I can't even fathom how poor you have to be to do that. And then to lose well, it. Well, yeah, I know. But yeah, We're going hope. I'll take a point. <laughs> <laughs> Great to reconvene. Thanks Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been good. I've enjoyed it. And you're off to PT in any time, really. Yeah, I just get myself in order, really. I have to pump some iron. I've had a terrible couple of weeks with, uh, you know, eating, drinking, all that nonsense. So it's time to get back into a routine. It's time to get back on the wagon. Best of luck, mate. And that starts today. So Is it going to be, like, really intense or just no, a stead- no. easing back into it? Yeah. Well, I hope so. Christ. Yeah, my life has got a lot less enjoyable. Starting today as opposed to the last couple of weeks. It's been a whirlwind couple of weeks. But I'm quite glad to get back in a routine, so I'm looking forward to that. Also, as a quick one, uh, have you been watching Grace on ITV on a Sunday night? No. It's world class. Is it? Is it, watch it drama? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, a police uh, attack. I've been watching a police it about, drama. Wow. Yeah. It's good, though. Better be. Um, yeah. 
it's two hours on a Sunday night. You can re- really get your teeth stuck into it. I think it was the last one last night, but you know you can go and catch up. Three series worth mm-hmm. watching. Superb, loved it. And if you've not seen Happy Valley yet, I'd question what you're doing. So yeah, get that watched. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to catch up with Love Island. I went to the final. No spoilers. Uh, sorry to watch that as well. What a sour note to a good episode. <laughs> you can't be a Love Island. No, you can't. Have a good week. <laughs> See you later. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.